Take one. Hey guys, and welcome to episode five of Take One. Episode five already, that's crazy. It's insane. Thanks again for tuning in every week, guys. Uh, so, as promised, I did promise you a few weeks ago that I was going to bring another episode in the same week. Just because when I was in New York, I wasn't able to post as regularly as I would have usually. So this week I am bringing you, so I also brought you episode four earlier today and I'm bringing you episode five now, right now, which is also insane. It was an amazing interview. Um, so for episode five, I spoke to Scottish actor from my, my neck of the woods, uh, Thomas Doherty, who is best known for his role in Disney's hit film The Descendants and also The Lodge and his most upcoming role is going to be in the hit show Legacies which is the spin-off of The Originals. The Originals was a spin-off of Vampire Diaries and then The Legacies is a spin-off of Originals. Um, so yeah, uh, he is, he's is he got a big part in season two so he's been filming that currently. We did a little chat about that, you couldn't spoil much but you know he told as much as he could. And yeah, he's really looking forward to that. He got his big break from Descendants and he's doing a really, really good job now. He's making it in Hollywood. So yeah, it was amazing speaking to him. He's a great guy. We had a great laugh. It was a great chat. And yeah, I'm just going to get on to it now and I hope you guys enjoy. Hi, Thomas. Thanks for joining me today. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. So lovely to, to be on and speaking to a fellow Scott. Exactly. <laughs> Feelings mutual there. <laughs> um, so I'm just going to ask some questions really. So take one is basically about telling your story um, and it's about you know, the highs and the lows of the acting industry um, because every every industry has it. Um, it's just to hear your story really. So the first question is, what made you want to become an actor? It's quite simple, um, but it's it can always make for a really good story. Yeah, of course. Um, what made me want to be an actor? Well, I wanted to be a footballer. And I played football for years, even when, as every young boy wants to be. Yeah, it's a usual job. <laughs> but I've got a big brother and he's, he was better than me and I was like, okay, well, I need something else then, because that's his thing. Um, <laughs> I don't know, I think I was always just quite a very expressive little boy, quite, um, always quite, quite energetic and quite cheeky, very cheeky, I'm still quite cheeky, but <laughs> as, a, as a young boy. Uh, and I think my mum sent me to just like workshops and stuff when I was younger. Um, and yeah, I really, I don't know, I did actually, I, I didn't consciously enjoy it, if you know what I mean. It wasn't like, this is what I want to do. I just kind of did it and I was like half decent at it as like a 10 year old. Um, and then I, the, the more I watched, I watched films and I watched a lot of TV and like saw a lot of theatre and it was like a slow progression for me to be like, I, I really like this actually, this is really good fun. Um, I'm going to do this. And I started actually doing some musical theatre as well. Uh, and I loved that. And I went to a college in Edinburgh called the MG Academy of Performing Arts. Uh, and I did a three-year, I did two years prior to that. And then I did a three-year um, HNC or HND. Mm-hmm. Um, because I I left school when I was seventeen, I left school in fifth year, and I was too I knew myself to be far too immature to like go to an acting school. Jeez, I'm still immature to go to an acting. 
<laughs> but um, so I was like, I'm gonna do musical theatre, more strings to the bow, like just expand my my ability, basically. Uh, and so I did that, but I always kind of knew that I didn't want to do musical theatre, that I always wanted to do uh, acting. Uh, and then left college and just got a job in Tagalog in Edinburgh. And I was just working as a waiter for like six months because I couldn't afford to live down to London, move down to London. So I was kind of on my days off from working in Tagalog. I'd get like a five o'clock flight after finishing like a three o'clock shift. Go down to London, spend two days in London, sleeping on folks' couches and stuff, and then get the night bus back up because I couldn't afford another flight back up. Oh my god! Yeah. And then go straight into work. So I do that. I did that for like six months, and I auditioned for a Disney series called The Lodge, and I booked that. And then since then, I've hung up my apron. <laughs> that and was when it started. Then. <laughs> and that was started, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what the defining moment. Honestly, I think I was just a bit of a attention seeker. Um, <laughs> I had so much energy. And I just wanted to express, and I was always impersonating and like doing weird shit. And so I have my mum, my mum, my and dad to thank for that. Thank the parents. So was there? So there was wasn't it? really like a specific moment then. That was just a case of kind of various things and various things. Yeah, I do remember watching Titanic and watching Leonardo. Oh my god. <laughs> Being like, I can do that. I want. To I do can that. be Leo. <laughs> you Leo. Little did I know. <laughs> no one can be Leo. No, exactly. Leonardo DiCaprio. You can't be beaten. I don't care what anyone says. He's just the best. Okay, so like myself, uh, as we know, you're you're also from Scotland. Um, how does it feel coming from somewhere like Edinburgh to then you know acting on the big scene in Hollywood? Like, how how does that feel? Because that's a big thing. Um. I think, I don't know, it's kind of, I don't really take it seriously. Um, what I mean by that is just the whole, like, the Hollywood culture and it's, 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 it's almost like anti-art. It's kind of very, like, a lot of egos flying about and it's, it's very, you can see how it's, people can, like, just, like, get it into their minds. Um, that there, there, there's something special or that this is the answer and it's not and yeah I don't know I, I actually feel quite quite distant from it it does feel like a job in that sense because it isn't the, the industry isn't just my life I feel like people like are very committed uh, to what they do and so passionate about it and I do love it but like I do have a life outside of it um, yeah and have relationships outside of it, and hobbies outside of it. And so it does It does feel like a job, and it, the whole process of filming is the best part of the of being an actor. So when, like, films come out, it's kind of like, it's like a byproduct of something that I like to do. And as well, like, there's no chance I could ever get too big for my boots being from Edinburgh. As you well know, you can't be too tall in Scotland, or you get cut. <laughs> Which is a which is a terrible thing, but it's also quite useful sometimes. Um, so yeah, it's, it's it's very different. It took me a while to kind of adjust, and I don't think you can ever really truly fully adjust to it. But yeah, just take it my strength. So so you, it's kind of just like this isn't real. Like it's one of those moments where you're like, if it because a pinchy moment as well, you're like, this can't be real. This isn't happening. But like it's good as well because like you've you've came like such a long way. 
and obviously you're Scottish as well. I feel like in this industry, there's not like, yeah, there might be various Scottish actors, but like coming from Scotland to Hollywood, there's not like as many Scottish yeah. actors as there is like British or, you know, American, whatever. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's so like, it's so fickle as well. Like it's, you do, a, you do something, it could be terrible, but it just gets loads of like hype and then designers want to dress you and then you wear all clothes and it's almost like a big hype around you and it's it's not based on any merit or anything really it's just I don't know it's really it's really weird and I had a preconceived notion of what Hollywood was and it's not that at all (laughs) it's nothing like it I mean it's a business at the end of the day it is a business Mm -hmm. Uh, and they're business people that, that kind of run it and that call the shots I don't really take it seriously I don't really take myself too seriously either so that could be good though and I feel, I feel <laughs> weird because I feel like I need to because there's so much hype and people are like what are you wearing and shit like that and like, <laughs> I, I, I kind of feel like obliged to take it seriously but then I realise it's not serious and that it's all just kind of made up anyway. it's like a fantasy no but you need to like just chill out like it's not Obviously, you're serious when you have auditions and things, but like you should just take a chill pill and just chill out. You know, don't don't take yeah. it too seriously. It's not always a bad thing. Take it too seriously. Yeah, to just chill out. I think <laughs> ego gets in the way. I think that's the thing. Everyone's Is quite... that the the thing to blame here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> From all the roles that you have played so far, um, so obviously being a lodge, you've been descendants. You're taking on a new role very soon. Um. One you are most known for is playing Harry Hook in the Descendants 1 and 2 films. So how is it joining a film franchise like this, or even just Disney? Uh, like, had you seen the previous film before it? Did you know what it was about and who was involved? Just just how was that overall process, joining the series? Yeah, it was amazing, actually. Um, I never... I, so I never grew up with Disney Channel. I didn't have a Disney Channel, so... You're missing out. <laughs> oh, I've caught up now, trust me. <laughs> I've been married about seven times. <laughs> um, so, I, yeah, so I never had any, like, I didn't really know what this channel was, so that was a kid's show. Um, and then I auditioned, and then I got a call from, I remember looking at my phone, and I had a call from uh, Southern California. Wow. Kenny Ortega. And he was like, I just saw your tapes, man. And, like, I loved it. I loved you be And I was like, <laughs> I was in London at the time and I, f- I flew out to do a teen Vogue shoot in LA and I came out here on like the Friday, the shoot was on the Saturday and I was flying home the Sunday evening but Kenny wanted to meet me in LA and it was my first time in LA and it was like oh my god I'm in LA <laughs> like I'm gonna try like taking photos of like the driver and like send it to my family look who I am yeah go for lunch and like just it was just weird it was so surreal and it was so crazy and obviously that always wears off but (laughs) it was was a fun time and then yeah I got I got the job I got offered the job I'd never seen the sentence before and there's a secret between me you and your listeners (laughs) I never watched the you fake fad. <laughs> um, I, I think I watched like 20 minutes of the start um, of the first one, getting ready for the second one, just get like a few of it. 
Uh, but yeah, I went out and that was my first time I went to Vancouver and it was incredible. And yeah, I didn't really like know the hype of it, but being like an, Amer- an American cast was really cool. And working with um, people like Kenny Ortega, who's like a legend. And oh my I didn't, God, like, you know, he's Cameron, great. <laughs> Uh, I knew Cameron, but I didn't know anyone else in the cast. So you only knew Cameron and Kenny? Only knew Cameron and Kenny, yeah. Yeah, did you just know them? Well, Kenny's obviously, he is literally the creator of High School Musical, which is just the best <laughs> franchise. I love it. Grew up with it. But and obviously Cameron, he's been on, he'd been on various things as well. So did you just know them from other projects they'd done then? Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't know them personally. I just knew them from what they did. Because I'd only done, like, this, that was my second job. Um, descendants so I really didn't know anyone in the industry but yeah it was they were so 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 lovely so welcoming so so open and so caring and there was just a different attitude as well like the attitude between the set there was very like expressive and like be your full self and like just go wild kind of thing whereas in Britain it was a little bit more so it's just I don't know we're just so like reserved, <laughs> but we're so like suppressed and reserved. And Americans are a lot lighter, like mm-hmm. their stuff as well. But they're you know they're just a bit lighter. So being in that atmosphere and that environment, I just I loved it. Yeah, uh, it's really good that they welcomed you in in such a way like that as well. And it's good where you can just walk onto a set and just have fun. You know, let it all out. Obviously, you're doing your work, but like just have fun and have bloopers in between stuff like that as well it makes it a lot better and welcoming there's an amazing like month of rehearsals before we actually go to filming and that's mm-hmm. always my favorite part because like you go in every day and you see everyone and you just like create this film it's, it's pretty sick just be a total goofball on set <laughs> goofball on set <laughs> uh, so out of the roles you have played so far um is there anyone in particular that's been your favorite harry hate was good fun was there a reason for that? Just, I don't know, just the whole thing, like the whole camaraderie of, of it all. And it's just, yeah, it's just fun. Like, you get to, like, make, like, Captain Hook so famous and then you're playing <laughs> his son. Like, it's quite, it's just really cool to, like, create something from scratch. Yeah, yeah. you've got to be a pirate like, as well and get all the makeup done. <laughs> yeah, and it's such a heightened character. Like, you can just go wild. And it's, I really, really enjoyed it. But I'm playing a character right now who's a vampire, which I'm really enjoying. I did a, a TV series where I was like a guy in a band. Not a guy in a band, I was a solo artist. And I had to like learn the guitar for that. And that whole process was really cool because it was in the studio singing loads of songs and like guitar lessons. And we filmed it in Brooklyn, so the whole vibe was different. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's, it's, not, it's not just the character, it's there's so many factors that play into it um, that make it, and the people make such a difference, and location helps, and so there's, there's loads loads and loads of things that contribute to mm-hmm. it. Yeah. yeah, loads of factors. I think it's cool as well where you can, like you say, you, you played a guy with a guitar and stuff, but it's cool where you can bring like personal elements into it, so you can actually learn a specific thing for a character, so like, I don't know if you knew guitar before, but if you learn it for the character, but stuff like that is, is really cool because you're learning new things as well when you're playing yeah, the part. Exactly, and that's, that's a wonderful thing about this job. And 
I say, when I went in to do my audition for Descendants Karyuk, they wanted him American. And I was like, no, no, I'm going to do him Scottish. And he was like, no, 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 we went American. I was like, I'm doing him Scottish, trust me. <laughs> Guess you changed their mind then. <laughs> <laughs> so you've had a few favourites, uh, but have you had any roles that you found challenging? Again, it's it's not the actual role itself that's challenging yet in my career. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just circumstantial. And I've only been doing it for like, I don't know what it's called, 2015. So we've been doing it for like four years. And yeah, it's still just, sort of new. <laughs> yeah, it's still really new and like still like figuring it all out and still, I don't know, just trying to get into a flow, like a flow of it all. And again, it's just, just as it is playing a character that you do love, playing a character that you don't love, it's, it's hard. It's, it's not always just a the character. There's loads of different factors. So for example, I love the character that I'm playing in uh, Legacies right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm flying backwards and forwards to Georgia, and I was in Memphis the other day. So it's like a lot of flying. I'm away from my girlfriend. Atlanta's a different city, so it's always like there's there's, there's so many factors. Um, but no, thus far I've not I've not actually played anything that I don't like. No, well, that's pretty good. Um, so are you always filming in Atlanta for Legacies, or do you move like do you move about? No, no, so I'm always filming in Atlanta, but I had a work commitment in Memphis, Tennessee. And oh, right. I'm going to Albany, I think, in like next week in New York. So, yeah, again, the nature of the beast, you're always just travelling about. Going everywhere now and again. <laughs> yeah, there, everywhere. Why not? Right, so. <laughs> I feel like and acting, that's a part of it, though, because you're going to have to travel. A lot of it is in LA, but you're going to have to travel for certain things as well I think it's just something you kind of need to get used to as well yeah well that's the thing as well like I thought everything was shot in LA hardly anything shot in LA like this is the base this is the hub this is where it's all auditioned mm-hmm. there are some studios here but like the majority of stuff is being filmed in Atlanta and in Vancouver and there's stuff being shot in Toronto and I think there's another state there's, there's quite a big film industry in New York now as well. But yeah, no, it's not like you move to <clears throat> to London and you get a job in London. But you, mm-hmm. you move to LA and then you never live here. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got your house beating everywhere, but I think it's the case as well of, like you said, it's probably more like auditions and stuff, so that's kind of where it starts. And then obviously if you yeah. get a job, it's in a set location. If you accept or you get the job, you've always got to put in that commitment and, and travel for it. Yeah, I mean, there's people I'm working with right now who literally had to just up sticks and move to, to Georgia for 10 months of the year. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> what um, is the most rewarding part of being an actor? There might not be one specific moment, but... I think if you do stuff with kids, it gives you a platform to speak to younger kids, kind of support them and... Try and give them what little advice you have. But if you're doing something that's more poignant or more socially relevant or politically relevant, then it's a good it's a good way of express, expression. Expression, um, because art and TV and film it can 
it does it challenges people if you if you challenge and it challenges people's perception and the more you challenge and the more that you can change or the more people are brought into question but as well like personally for doing doing something that you love doing and like feeling good about something that you've done and like having fun like just exploring a character and playing about and that's really that's really fulfilling. I mean, and and as well, like the things that I thought would be the fulfilling things are not the fulfilling things. Like the fame is not fulfilling. It's very, very empty. It feels like you're back in school. Like it's like a popularity contest. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, and like just yeah. So it was actually quite nice to realise that the things that you think are fulfilling aren't the fulfilling stuff. But you're surprised about what is actually what actually does fulfill you and what like feeds you. And it's all just about balance in this industry, other industries, other careers, life in general. It's all just, it's all just about getting a, getting a good balance and knowing how you work and knowing what you need and what, what doesn't work for you. And it's just the same. It's just the same. And everyone's just a human being. We just give True. them labels. <laughs> everyone's the same. So it's Can't kind of this opposite. <laughs> Um, yeah so just if anything really like that's been rewarding um, as an actor so is there any like specific moments that you've had yourself that's made you you know feel like acting's rewarding or even just make you feel proud of what you do has there been like a specific moment that you can remember that's happened in your career so far yeah actually the other day I was in Memphis meeting lots of people and there was lots of wee girls and I don't know if you're familiar with that part of the world, but it is very kind of patriarchal, if you like. Um, and having been with Chloe and like seeing firsthand the kind of mm-hmm. top masculinity of, of society these days, I remember I, I made I kind of made a point to like see when I spoke to these little girls, be like, "You're so beautiful," or "You've got such beautiful eyes," or "Oh, you're so smart," or and that's funny or whatever just gonna and um, I went on Instagram and that's all they like spoke so like it actually did sink in and and that made me really happy just seeing all the positive positivity really positivity yeah and like yeah yeah like that self that, that empowerment being the ability to like empower people obviously you don't actually empower people you just unveil a power that was already there that they didn't see but yeah I think that's the nicest thing being able to like encourage other people and to meet them and be like I'm just a human being as well like I'm just normal mm-hmm. I've shit I've got like we're just normal that like, there's no because media tries to make it like untouchable people here and I'm like nothing like I'm nobody whereas actually we're all in the same playing field and, 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 and when you can like show that and express that it's really nice mm-hmm. yeah that's like one thing I always say is that when people are famous like they're literally just human they're they're known for something fair enough but they're just they started off like us they're still like us so when I see always like celebrities and they're getting like hemmed with hate or hemmed by paparazzi and stuff like that it actually makes me feel sick I'm like they're just humans at the end of the day or even fans that are like scheming in their face and touching their hair and stuff like that would you do that with someone else? You know, you've you've got to think about that as well. We're all literally human beings. Yeah, it's like a 
psychosis is wild. <laughs> like, you ever had any crazy moments? Like some people like shake and like cry and that, and I'm like, this is this is worse for me. It's like, <laughs> like it's so uncomfortable because there's just such a delusion about it all, and you kind of want to show them and be like, no. But then at the same time, like I don't think I think they like the delusion. Like they like, I mean, look at human beings. Like we love the idea of God, like something higher than us. The royal family, like something higher, celebrities, something higher. So mm-hmm. probably like a psychological thing there that we can't go into because I don't know what I'm <laughs> talking about. <laughs> <laughs> just start talking about random stuff. But I think it's, yeah, it's just like we're literally we're all human beings. Um, everyone's entitled to privacy. You know, we're we're literally all the same. Um, all started the same. We're just known for something and you, you're known for being an actor and, you know, you got your big break and you got on the big screen, but you're literally just a man, literally on our TV screen, you know, you're just a human at the end of the day, so. Pretending to be someone else. (laughs) Exactly, pretend to be a pirate or pretend to be a vampire. (laughs) People go mental, they love it. (laughs) I'm not going to lie though, I have met, like, like, in the past I have met some people I have been fans of, like, actor-wise and stuff. Um, and it is when you see them at first you're like whoa like it's weird seeing someone in person who's been on your tv screen like it's really weird like I have that fangirl moment for a bit but then I'm like okay they're just human like and I talk to them normally but you see people and they're like like you said they're shaking and they're crying like yeah like someone might have a story about like how they got into somewhere or how they got into their work maybe it's a sad story you know who knows um maybe it's helped them with the stuff that they've had going on like really dark stuff but like at the end of the day they're just human like I know if I was in that position, I would rather they were like speaking normally to me and not like crying and screaming. I prefer them to just have a conversation, you know, feel normal. Yeah. But not I still, like that. <laughs> like it's famous, so I get a bit like weird because I'm like, oh, I was watching you, and now you're in front of me, and you you're real, like you move. <laughs> you've got a nose, you've got a face. <laughs> yeah. I got a bit with Helen Mirren when I worked with her, but then after like three minutes and I was like oh you're really sound and you're just normal you're just a human like it's funny it's really interesting but it's yeah no, everyone I've worked with has been amazing I've not worked with anyone bad because you hear all these horror stories but <laughs> yet to encounter one which has been so fortunate that's good hopefully we've not just uh, spoke that into existence now though hopefully <laughs> you still work with good people <laughs> touch wood <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Obviously, acting is a huge, huge industry. Um, it's very demanding. You know, it can be a popularity contest, like I said earlier. But there's a lot of people that, of any age really, that are still looking to go into it. So, for people that are now looking to go into acting and take it on as a career, as an actor yourself, what advice would you give to them? Uh, I think the, the two biggest pieces of advice I'd say would be don't take life so personally kind of goes generally for everyone. Don't take life so personally, because the minute you take it personally, then you suffer it, because you think you're this individual entity and the world's against you and your ego gets bigger. And So don't take life so personally. And also, don't be scared to fail. That's the biggest teacher of anything. It's failure. And... If you're not if you if you're not afraid to fail then what's there's nothing to lose kind of thing and so you're not reserved you don't 
try and control the situations and you're more free and you're more expressive and you're more open to 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 create something out of nothing. What was your question? I'm so sorry. <laughs> Getting caught up in the moment. It's uh, if there was any advice you can give to someone who's looking to start acting now what advice would you give to them? So you kind of just, you kind of touched upon it, obviously saying don't take yourself too seriously or personally. And obviously you need to kind of learn to deal with failure and rejection. Yeah, because then if you do fail, but you're not taking it personally, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, so they kind of go in, in tandem. And as well, like, just like, be creative. Like, get to know yourself. The more that you know yourself and the more that you'll, be truer to yourself. I think a lot of the time people don't take that time. People just want to like quickly rush into it. So they don't really get to know them like who they are and so they're defined by what their mind wants or what they're defined by external things like Instagram and stuff. And you're they're, they're so influenced and then so then they become this amalgamation of a person that is not true to them and so then even if they do achieve everything that they ever wanted to achieve they're not going to enjoy it because it's inauthentic so I think be as true and as honest to who you are take time to get to know who you are and go deeper into who you are and the deeper that you go the more capable you are to 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 act because you know yourself more and the more that you know yourself the more that you can know other people and the more you know other people the more you can pretend to be other people yeah that's probably what my advice would be in terms of like actual industry stuff try and get an agent but don't rush into that like honestly get to know you do workshops do acting classes read stuff like whatever works for you whatever feeds you whatever you like to do don't like read a play because actors should read plays and you read <laughs> plays. Like, hey, we plays then. What, what else? There's obviously something else that you like love doing about this. And if it is purely just for fame and for fortune, then go and become a lawyer. Something else, yeah. <laughs> because you won't, you won't, you'll be unhappy. You'll be so miserable. There's no longevity in that. And you're just taking up someone else's spot that wants to do it. <laughs> who, who truly wants to. I think you've got to do you, but not that much. Like, do it to the point where obviously it is what you want to do. If it's just going to be about money, then, like you said, there's loads of other jobs for that. Yeah, exactly. And, like, it's a whole trial and error thing. Like, honestly, I'm still like, do I want to do this? Like, there's so much <laughs> else to do in the world that I, I never like to, like, pigeonhole myself into mm-hmm. one. Thing. But the amazing thing about this is, like we said earlier, you get to learn how to play guitar, you get to live in Vancouver for four months, you get to do dancing, you go on hikes, you go all around the world. I was in Russia, I was in Lithuania, Latvia, I would never go there normally. Um, filming in Georgia right now, I was in Memphis, I was filming in Brooklyn in New York. So it is amazing and it is almost like, um, it's like a whole experience, it's like a whole life experience. Um, but yeah, get to know, get to know yourself. Don't be scared to fail, and don't take yourself too personally. Good advice, really good advice. 
Um, <laughs> I think it's good that you can like go like do other things. So like go places you might have never wanted to go before, experience in the world, you know, the cultures and things like that. It's it's uh, good. And also acting goes into different things as well. Like if you want to be an actor, fair enough. But like acting can go into directing. A lot of actors do do music and the media side of things. Like a lot of actors do direct and write things as well. So it's even if you thought, hmm, I'm not sure about this. There's other things we can do as well, you know, in that sort of industry. It's a big... It's huge. It's so all-encompassing. And, yeah, just don't pigeonhole yourself into, like, one category. If you want to, like, write your own show and direct it and produce it, do it. Why not? If you want to have a music career, do it. it's It's like the creative industry. It's not exclusive to, like... You're a singer, you're an actor, you're a director, you're a dancer, which is quite amazing, which I love. Yeah, you're not just an actor, like, you're not pinned to that, like, yeah. you know, you can do what what you want, you can do whatever you like. <laughs> <laughs> so this is um, my next question, it's quite obviously a broad one, but um, what, who's your favourite actor, and I'm not going to say one, because I know you've probably got more than one, or many, um, who's your favourite actor or actresses? Um, a favourite love James McAvoy. He's good, yeah. Another yeah, fellow Scott. I fellow Scott, yeah, I love him. Um, Nisbet, Northern Irish actor, James Nisbet. James Cosmo, he's another Irish and um, Scottish actor. <laughs> Irish. <laughs> um, who do I love? I do love Leonardo DiCaprio. I think he's so so good. Who doesn't uh, like him though? He doesn't like him. <laughs> yeah, there's so there's so many that, that, that I love. Obviously, like Meryl Streep, just like unbelievable. Helen Mirren, she's... Oh, yeah, yeah. Dame Helen Mirren. She's quite a big... Dame actor. Helen Mirren. <laughs> she's so sound. So talented. Yeah, there's so many that, that, that I love and like look up to. And I love Robert Downey Jr. as well. I think he's class. Yeah, yeah. Um... And yeah, you, you take little bits and pieces and from them all. I loved Heath, Heath Ledger. Um, oh yeah, he was great. Yeah. Joker. <laughs> Joker, oh my, I've got a big poster in my room back in Scotland. Oh my God, that's amazing. It's funny though, because like, see, before he, when he first got the role, everyone was like, no, he can't do this. Like, what? No, Heath Ledger, no, it's not going to work. But like, look how amazing he did. I couldn't imagine anyone else doing that role. Like, he really... He did something before it, I can't remember what it was, it was to get in the process, like, of the character, and he'd done something to get into that kind of crazy process, and I just think it's, honestly, it's amazing, he was so good. So good. It really messed him up, I think, but... Poor guy. Um, yeah, it's such a shame. And that's the thing as well, like... It's just a dark side to acting. dark side as well, you can't, don't, like, chill out, guys, don't take it, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> but it's people's passions and people's loves, and... Just gotta let them do what they gotta do. It's always a little bit of balance. Definitely. Don't like, even though you love it, I wouldn't commit just to that. Like, obviously, you should have hobbies as well. Like, other things you do. Don't just like sit and read the scripts all day. Like, actually, count there. You're yeah. doing other things as well. Like, normal things in life. Life's so big. Life's so mm-hmm. inexplicable. You never explain the intelligence of life. It's all about experiencing it as opposed to trying to understand. I went through a big phase of trying to be like, why, why? I don't understand. I'm like, what's going on? Like, what is? 
And then I was like, I can't. Like, you just never, I could be here for a billion years and I'll never know. No, with my mind. You can only experience it and be it. Because at the end of the day, we always say, my life. But, like, I have a life. But you are essentially life as well. We just made that, like, divide. Do you know what I mean? But, yeah, there's some incredible actors. And so many, like, new actors as well. Like uh, Nicole Kidman, she's not new, she's, but she's yeah, she's amazing. She's incredible. Reese um, Witherspoon, keep sitting here for hours. <laughs> oh, you know, <laughs> so many. Like I like a lot of old films. That's funny because a lot of the films I like were like in the eighties. I wasn't even alive then, but I just like them. There's something about them. It's that sort of old film. Like like I like Dirty Dancing. I love Grease. That was like seventies. Um, yeah. There's some new films I like, but a lot of them tend to be ones from the past. Like, love Julia Roberts; she's great. Playing Pretty Woman, Runaway Bride. Um, one of the actors I do love was Robin Williams. He like he was oh. a big part of my childhood. Like every time I'd always watch like if he was in like Flubber and Hook was one of them, like Patch Adams. He was just that actor for me. Like he he made everyone smile as well, and he done that because he wanted to. Do you know what I mean? He was that sort of person. Yeah. See, yeah. when he died, I found out he died, I was just, honestly, like, it's so it's so sad because you feel like you grew up with, with a certain person and yeah. finally he was that person. I was like, oh no, like, what's going on? Yeah, really sad. He did a lot, though, for the world and, yeah, I he, think. And it's, the, the tragedy is, I remember you in an interview and he came off stage. I think his manager was like, you just made 20,000 people, like, so happy, like, you made them the happiest they've been all year probably and he was like and I just can't make myself happy that was really sad tongues on your like your heart because I think as well like always gets me like quotes he said because they're so true like no one knew what he was going through and that's the thing with mental health like no one knew what he was suffering from behind closed doors but he lived his life making other people happy and that's so special but at the same time it's so tragic and it's just like I always think about it I'm like oh my god like it's just so it's so sad but like I'm glad that like television is a thing nowadays as well you can see all these films and he's never going to really be gone like his legacy is still here so I think we've got to kind of work towards keeping his legacy here but yeah I absolutely adore him yeah so out of the actors that not just the ones just mentioned but even in general um what's your favorite film that I like any of those have been in like for example Nicole Kidman like what's your favorite film she's been in that you've seen or even tv show my favourite film is um God, that's another hard question. One of my one of my favourite films is Scent of a Woman with Al Pacino. I love that. He plays like this blind guy. That's an amazing film. Like Cuckoo's Nest, I love one for the Cuckoo's Nest. T V shows like The Office is just genius. The American one, yeah. Oh, Succession on HBO as well. So good. Beautifully filmed, so intelligently done. And the acting in that's so good. I'm trying to think of other series. Love Breaking Bad. I've heard of it. Uh, my dad's watched it and all that, but I've never actually saw it myself. Yeah, on that train. That was unbelievable. <laughs> it's so on Netflix, good. though, isn't it? It's on Netflix, yeah. Yeah. No Netflix. excuses. No excuses. Um, and like Goodfellas, films like that. Like, I don't know, just all different genres. I do love comedy, I love drama, I love thrillers so much. Like The Da Vinci Code with Tom Hanks and stuff, I love that type of film. 
Um, he's great, Tom Hanks. He's so good. So good, so good. War films as well, like um, Saving Private Ryan, um, Forrest Gump. Like, there's just so many films. <laughs> we just have to have a big list of them all because we just can't choose a favourite. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, not possible. Um, this is such a random question, but I did think of it the other day. I thought this would be a good question for someone. If there was to be a film made about your life, which would be pretty awesome for anyone really, um, who would you want to play you in it if you were to choose one actor? Do you mean when I'm like older or like just hypothetically anyone right now? Yeah, just in general, like if someone's like, if you're like this person, yeah, they could play me, like, who would it be? Maybe like Timothy Chalmers. Oh yeah, he's good. He's really the good. The one from Call Me By My Name, is it? Steve Carell as well, I love him. Yeah, Call Me By My Name. Um, he was in Beautiful as well with Steve Carell. Um, yeah, I'd probably maybe see him. So Timothy, I was going to say Tiffany there. Timothy Chalamet. I can't pronounce his surname. Chalamet? I think it's Canadian French. Chalamet. Yeah, because I know he speaks French. Does he? I think so. Yeah, I think I saw an interview of him, like a clip, and he was speaking French. I was like, oh, that's quite cool. Even his name, though, like the spelling of it. It's like Timothy. So you think that's that's quite foreign looking, right? <laughs> that sounds so bad in a way. You're definitely foreign. <laughs> um, so it would be it would be him then if you had to choose someone. Yeah, probably see him. So you've recently, like you mentioned earlier as well, uh, you've recently joined the cast of the TV series Legacies. Now I knew it anyway because I'm a huge fan of Vampire Diaries. Honestly, oh. that show. Yeah, I've watched it for years, like since 2015, I think. Like, here's the story behind it. So I got bored one day. It was my exam times in like fourth year. It was my exam time. And obviously when I met me studying, what did I do? Go on Netflix. It's like, right, here we go. I'm going to try the show again because the first time I tried to watch it, I didn't get into it because my friend was like, oh, you'll love it. And I felt forced in a, in a way as well. I was like, nah, I'm not liking this. It's too... <laughs> get up on time. I know, it's too... It was too supernatural at first. It was like fake smoke, and I was like, it's a bit too much. Like, it's a bit too Twilight for me. But then I stopped it after an episode. Then I got bored in fourth year. I was like, okay, we'll try it again. And before I knew it, it was all like episode 13 of season one. I was like, what's going on? I love this show. Obsessed. They binged it in like two weeks. Like, there's like six seasons. It was mad. It was crazy, honestly. Um, but yeah, so that's one of my favorite shows. Like, I've binged it so many times. I love it though. Like, the actors as well, they're just honestly they're amazing like not just on the show like behind it as well like the actors are great I think one of the boys is in Legacies it's in Vampire Diaries well, was Matthew Davis in Vampire yeah, Diaries Matt Davis, yeah Matt Davis I met him he's nice he's quite like he's... fun he's just chill he's got a big massive dressing room <laughs> all his weights and like a big TV and an Xbox a sweet little setup he's got there, but he's been there for like ten years. He's been there a long time. I actually met him in two thousand and seventeen. Fun facts. Um, yeah, I've met some of the cast. Like I said, I'm a diehard fan, but I think because it's ended now, though, like the hype's still there, but like it's still on Netflix, so like anyone can watch it. And that's the thing with Netflix as well. Like nowadays, you know, it's even though a show's a show's not like it's finished, they could just watch it because it's Netflix is there. But um, yeah. he's lovely. He's really nice. He's really tall. <laughs> really tall, he's a giant. Oh, he's a muscly guy. <laughs> he's really sweet, but do you know, I think he's like 
really American. Like when I met him, like out of the rest of the people I met, I thought his accent was like stood out more. Like it was just really strong. I don't know if you think the same thing, but it was really strong. No, I think unless you're like a valley girl, like oh my god, oh California. <laughs> then they all kind of sound similar to me. That's what I know what you mean though. There's like varying degrees of American. Yeah, like you get American, but not too American sounds, and then you get the middle, which is like kind of, but not yeah. there. And then you get really, really American, where like they're just said strong. Because like when I was in New York, I got used to the accent. You probably because you live in LA now that you've probably kind of got used to it anyway. Like it's natural to you. Yeah, but there are moments where you're like, what? Where am I? <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's cool. But yeah, no, lovely. Like the cast is so nice. And... Whole setup so lovely, and yeah, get to just meet cool people. Yes, yeah, yeah. new, new friends, making new friends. So, the, re- the rest of the part of the question was just um, so as it's a very well known and popular show, so obviously it came from Vampire Diaries and Originals, which are both really big. Um, how has it been like joining the cast as a new cast member? Like, you kind of just mentioned anyway, they were really welcoming and stuff, but uh, how has it been joining the cast? Like, have you had time to chat with them and get to know them, or how is it that process? been for you yeah nice like i mean because it's a tv show it's like such a quick turnaround so it's like film in one scene two hours like on to the next scene on to the next scene so people are always like coming and going so you might see um see some people as you're walking about or like in the makeup trailer and you just chat away and i spoke i've been with um, jenny quite a lot because all my scenes so far have been predominantly with her and she's amazing. She's such a sweet girl. I heard a little rumour there's a potential of interest there, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> and Quincy as well. He's so sad. Such a nice guy. Um, yeah, just all, just really nice, really nice vibe from from all of them and, and, and where it's filming and stuff. So yeah, yeah. that's good. <laughs> and the mastermind Julie Plick, of course. Oh yeah, Julie, all hail. <laughs> what do you think of her? She she's great, isn't she? She's, she's such a queen, like she's a powerhouse, honestly. Like all these shows she's done. She's <laughs> genuinely she can multitask, like really, she's done so much, like so many amazing shows. When I came on to my first couple of days I was like getting into hair and makeup and costume and stuff. So before you start filming you need to like sort out your character. And she just kept they were filming two scenes in the one day and she was just running backwards and forwards and I was like, how are you doing that? But she does it. Queen G. Exactly, that's a good nickname for her actually. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, but she's just great. I don't know if you've saw the show Containment. So definitely give it a watch if you've not, but it's it's only got like 10 episodes um, and it's about like a virus. So they've got to be contained and there's a virus going around and like they can drop like flies and stuff and they start to cough blood and then that's kind of how it ends for them but it's a really good show um I interviewed someone from it Kristen Gatoski I don't know if you know of her uh, who was on that and she's also been on Vampire Diaries uh the last few seasons but yeah that was a really good show really good she died uh Julie directed that as well did a great job oh no way I'm just checking it out what's it called Containment Containment yeah, it's like it. if you need to contain someone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really, it's really good though. I'd definitely give it a watch. Um, 
so everyone has like each actor has their own kind of process uh, while acting so to kind of become a character get into a character um do you have a process that you follow so some people some people could literally just like think of personal things um some people just kind of know can snap into a character some have to go over the scripts and you know, to get into it do you have a certain process that you follow so when you were given the part on legacies did you like to become that character what did you do it's such a great this is a gradual process isn't it like you read the script and then you have all these ideas about what the character could be or should be or what you want the character to be and you kind of gradually create this character using things that you see or things that you touch and smell and how would the character perceive this certain thing and then you get on set and then you speak to the director and they might have a very similar, they might have a totally opposite and you just work with them and you work together and you work with the actual the piece itself and like the, 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 the dichotomy and the other people like, that you're working with and I think as well when you get into like costume and the character almost comes to life and makeup and hair we walk and we hold yourself and all that stuff. I think for me, um, physica- physicality, whatever physicality, naturally creates almost like a persona. Physicality is quite a big thing. I mean, whereas people work the other way, people create the persona and then it moves into a body. But I like to start with the body work from there. So is that sort of your process then, yeah? Yeah, that, yeah that's my process. Yeah, I never actually thought about that before. Yeah, always start with the body. And I always start with the body. Create the character from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because everyone moves a certain way, don't they? Yeah, you know, it's going to create a different emotional um, response to whatever. So yeah, playing with that. Yeah, that's, that's a good way of doing it as well. It's different. Like, I spoke to someone before and they says that what they do is they create like a backstory for the characters when they're given a script you know if they've got to do a line where it's like say their heart or their emotional they'll put someone in their backstory that's like that makes them heart from the past so it kind of it's easier for that character to, to show their feelings you know and they've had that experience but yeah like everyone has their different ways of doing it and that's a good thing as well but acting like not you know you see that not everyone's is the same they've always got a different way of doing it which is good yeah and i've never had to like really go deep into character like I've never had to like pretend to be someone else or or anything like that so everything that I've done has been very like fun and creative but yeah I think if you get rooted in 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 your character and like who the character is and then you get on set and it's just it just kind of flows naturally and so you don't have to Think about three different cameras pointing at you. <laughs> <laughs> Just forget they're there. <laughs> Just don't look at the cameras, don't look at the cameras. I look, I look at the cameras. <laughs> look at whoever you're doing the scene with. Just avoid avoid all these cameras and things. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's got to be a part of you as well, like, in that character. Like, obviously, acting isn't about literally just stepping in someone else's shoes. You've got to have part of you in them as well, I feel like, to be able to play them. Like, as Meryl Streep once said that, she did say, actually, um, that it's not just about, like, acting isn't 
about becoming someone else it's about putting part of you into someone else and then making something from there yeah definitely I mean that's why I was that's why I said earlier to get to know yourself get to know yourself and and go deeper into who you are because we're all basically anatomically built the same and what's in our minds are just a collection of information really data stuff that we've all identified with and so we all have the propensity to if one person can in the world can be sad and be angry and be happy and be to some form of emotion then you also have that propensity inside of yourself and so the more that you can tap into you then the more access you have to to create to, to to express that emotion. But yeah, yeah, I talk, absolutely agree with that. I mean, you, know, you can never actually become someone else. <laughs> Unless you have a phase like Vampire Diaries where you're like, I'm going to be emotionless, turn my yeah. emotions off and it's then... <laughs> but, what was it? Multiple personalities, right? But, yeah, I definitely, you, you bring you bring your own thing, that's why, that's why you got booked, so... <laughs> it's something in you that they've seen that they like that they want to work with don't, don't deny that yeah and of course if it were all the same it would be very very boring yeah. <laughs> all the same opinions very it wouldn't be a life worth living would it <laughs> uh, so the last question finally get around to it is um, so other than acting what other hobbies do you have and things you enjoy to do Um, like I like watching stuff. I like watching films and TV. Just having a little binge. A lovely binge. <laughs> uh, I like I like working out or um, like doing yoga, meeting up with friends, having a strum on the old guitar. Since play, since since having to learn how to play the guitar, I do want to like kind of take it up a little bit more. Go on yeah. YouTube. You can teach yourself. Yeah, uh, videos and stuff. It's amazing. What else did I do? I just like I like, like doing nothing really. <laughs> just sitting, taking in, petting the cats. I've got two cats as well, and I I've always had cats. I just adore them. I'm yes. more of a cat person than a dog person, but they're just chilling. I'm like, oh, they're so cute. Do you ever just sit and just like look at your cat and just pet it and just think, oh, love you. Tears. <laughs> you have any dogs or just cats? Yeah, my family's got a dog at home, got a lab. And I was I was I was like a dog person. And I actually didn't really like cats, because I never like was brought up with cats. And some weird thing got put in my brain with cats. But then I moved in with uh, Dove. And then just fell in love with the cats. They're so chill. So yeah, I think yeah, just just flow with life. <laughs> just, just, just chill. It's important as well to like take some time out and have a rest. We're in such like a high energy like world these days. Everyone's like doing stuff and going places and seeing stuff, and it's quite nice to just relax. It is. That's what I like doing. Like you see people on Instagram, like oh look where I am, or like you're back here, and they're like going out all the time. Like do I do stuff? Like sometimes I really do cancel plans. No word of a lie, just to literally sit and do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> watch, watch TV, yeah. but. You've got, you've got to take it on yourself sometimes to just yeah, think of yourself and chill, right? Yeah, self-love. 
it's all about self-love got to do what's best for ourselves because <laughs> exactly. then if you do what's best for yourself then you'll be like more content and more happy and then the likelihood of you hurting other people you'll have a rubbish life it would be good yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think for me it's split between traveling because i absolutely love traveling but i'm so jet lag because it was in new york last week i was in budapest like just got back yesterday and I'm so jet lagged, so it's just nice to just get your own bed and chill. And yeah, I'm split between just chilling and go, like going abroad and traveling. It's that sort of mixed thing. So that sounds like a nice, nice split. Because <laughs> I'm off work um, until next week, so I'll just I'll just chillax until then. I think. Yeah, you do a lot of traveling. I do. I've been like everyone's like when I'm back home, they're always like. I thought you were gone. Like you're here, really? Like you're actually home for like more than five days. <laughs> like surprise. <laughs> it's good though. Like there's so many places on my bucket list as well where I want to go. Um, so I'm going to look into that. And obviously Canada's happening, so I've got to save for that. But yeah, it's, I'm looking forward to it. But I'll take on board Vancouver and yeah, have a look. You'll fall in love with it. I have a feeling. Yeah, it looks beautiful. <laughs> And then, yeah, well, we just best of luck with everything. It was so nice speaking to you. Yeah, you too. Thanks for joining um, for my fifth episode. It's, it's been going really well, though. So it's, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with that. Yeah, thanks. Take care. Have a nice Take day. Care. I'm going to go me. off. <laughs> thanks. Bye. Sweet. Bye. Since 1923, we've been supporting Scotland's mental health. SAMH, the Scottish Association for Mental Health.